0: Good afternoon, happy Tuesday. Good afternoon, good morning. What a way to start, Steve Sipple. Nick Sainer filling in for Jake Sorensen. Steve Sipple alongside me. Bill back tomorrow. He uh, had an event to go to late last night. I believe in Carney.
1: Yes, he was speaking. Yes, so he's uh, had a rough travel. He's had a rough like.
0: you know he's in Orlando. Yeah,
1: detailed yesterday.
0: He, he was a little under the weather a little bit. I don't know if he was feeling hundred percent, which is uh, part of the reason why he decided he needed to step out. Man, what a way to start! It's not afternoon; it's morning. Good morning, happy Tuesday, sip. Yeah. Oh, that was that was <laughs> that, that threw me for a loop, man. I it's it's out of habit. It's out of habit. It's interesting that how that is. This is o- this is only day three of uh, doing the morning show.
1: See, you're you you you. I think I can say this in front of
0: the listeners. You work a lot, right? I I work, uh, it's full
1: time. I mean, that's, yeah. If that's a lot, I guess. Well, you work a lot. So I can see how your days would, there'd be some confusion as to when,
0: where you are at at the current moment in time. Well, here we are. Well, I mean, it is is pretty, pretty dark outside. Um, It is. But nonetheless, we are in the morning we're rolling so, yeah as always 402-464-5685 honda Lincoln, hotline starter hayman text line are open for you guys uh so yeah bill bill will join us once again tomorrow uh we have a loaded show for you guys today a lot of stuff to talk about strangely loaded yeah meanwhile jake is sent jake
1: Sorensen is sending photos on twitter um with very various
0: luminaries like well, like
1: like yeah uh, uh, who? Give me, give me,
0: Well, well. So, so the guys are in Vegas, right? Jake and Jay Foreman out in Vegas currently. DP will join them out there later this week okay. after the Supernovas game on Wednesday. Oh, that's what's going. on. That's okay. why DP's going a little bit later than the rest of them. But uh, yeah, no, no. Jay, Jay uh, had some conversations with uh, George Karloftis uh, of formerly of Purdue, currently of the Kansas City Chiefs. Great pass rusher. The great, great uh, pass rusher was uh, one of the late picks in the first round a couple of years back. They've talked to a couple linebackers. Uh, Leo Chenal, former Wisconsin Badger, oh, yeah. is out there as well. Um, they they hang, hung out. Patrick Mahomes spoke to the media yesterday. Uh, Kyle Shanahan spoke to the media a little bit yesterday. Um, and there's going to be a lot more coming. Like Today is really the day that I think it really kicks off out in Vegas. Um, I can tell you this. I mean... There's, they, they, you know, they schedule a couple of uh, interviews with radio stations if you request it, because there's so many people out there that they have to have kind of a schedule, right? So that way it's not a free for all. And I see Kevin Harlan down the road and I'm like, oh, I want you, come on over. Right. Well, you can't do that. So um, I I know for a fact that they're going to have Laura Oakman on a program this week from Fox Sports. She'll be on the call for Westwood One. Okay. Um. She'll be the sideline reporter okay. for Westwood One. They'll have Mike Golick oh, really? on the station here later this week as well. And then, really? like I said, Kevin Harlan, amongst a lot of others, a lot of others, um, players, um, other things like that, there are a lot of people that are going to be on the, the ticket airwaves this week uh, talking to Jake and Jay and, and DP down, I, the, down the stretch. I'm kind of speechless right now. That's, amazing. Yeah. There's That's a, amazing. There's a lot of really, really interesting names. Talking...
1: On our little radio station in Lincoln, Nebraska. There you go. And I saw also Jay Foreman pictured with Randy Gregory. Yep, Randy Gregory is out there. One of the best pass rushers in Nebraska history, playing a reserve role, but mm-hmm. he gets on the field for the Niners.
0: Well, I mean, you think about the way that he, he left Denver, right? It is, I mean, Denver kind of unloaded everything it felt like at the start of this season, and... He goes to a Super Bowl contender, which part one. I mean, that, that's that's a great feather in the cap, right? Super goes to a Super Bowl contender, and now he's playing in one. Now he's going to be able to have an opportunity to win one, um, and and get another former Husker with with a championship under his belt. Yeah,
1: he'll be on, and he will. I'm, he'll be on the field. Uh, they obviously have their starters, and they're a
0: great tandem. Yeah, Bosa and Chase Young. Yes, um, which the Chase Young conversation has kind of dwindled, like the. Uh, the excitement or the promise around him the former ohio state buckeye has kind of has kind of dwindled away because he goes to washington has a couple of injuries struggles a little bit gets out of washington it doesn't sound like the 49ers are going to re-sign chase young after this season he's really? he's he's got a he's got a little bit of a contract uh thing going on where it doesn't sound like the 49ers are going to are going to re-sign him cuz there's concern there that he takes plays off Oh great. And so with that in mind, um you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what what NFL teams do with Chase Young because don't forget prior to injuries, he was going to be one of the better pass rushers in the league. He there was there was expectation oh, and yeah, promise there. Absolutely. Do you do the TikTok scroll every now and then? I did it. I do it
1: too, and there was a a few of those that were dedicated to showing plays of chase brown just getting taken out of plays of yeah just doing the wrong thing on plays like what is this you know the theme was like what is this guy's issue this is chase young this is chase young on this play getting totally taken out the losing the edge Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of now i don't know would that affect would randy be in position to be a starter next year for the 49ers now randy was unproductive at denver yeah, I, I know. Signed
0: him to do a large contract and yeah, it was very large, little. Largely unproductive. Yeah, very little return on investment for the Broncos there. He was.
1: I, I know because our friend Parker Gabriel is their beat writer, and we mm-hmm. would talk we would discuss that because he you know he knew Randy. He got to know Randy. Yeah. And I think um yeah, you know, I don't know that Parker cared when he got dealt, but I
0: was always kind of fascinated because I thought Randy was an incredible player. Well at don't Nebraska. I mean don't forget that yeah, his uh his image I think got tainted a little bit by all the stuff pre draft, sure. right? Oh that, yeah. Right. Yeah. Certainly yeah. It, absolutely. It, it, absolutely. Hurt his, it hurt his draft, you know, where he got drafted at. Um yeah. but then but then with the Cowboys, it was always fascinating to see how many time how many chances they gave him, right? I, I mean I'm not yes. I'm not saying that, that a- no, I'm not absolutely. saying that it's a good thing or a bad thing that they did this that the Cowboys operated that way. But they gave him multiple chances. Well, pass rushers that look like that, that have
1: have had a degree of success or a large degree of success, they get cut more slack than me and yeah. you will. The yeah, new, you probably know, so. If you're six foot five, six foot six, you weigh two fifty five, and you come mm-hmm. off the edge like a dragster, you're you're more apt to get a lot of chances in this world.
0: Well, neither one of us are six foot, so <laughs> you gotta say that.
1: Well, it's not. It's and we're not that, like we that, don't. are not, like not
0: hiding anything from anybody. We don't look like dragsters no. either. No, I don't think I'd be explosive off the edge. <laughs> I'm, I don't think I could get my my body to do that for me. Um, I'd, I'd be explosive off the edge only if a dog were chasing me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's dive into. By the way, this is Idol Chit Chat. That was mm. Idol Chit Chat. Newton's Lawn Care. Uh, call them today or visit them online. Uh, once again, that's Newton Lawn's care, Lawn Care. Newton's lawn care for your spring fertilizer program. All right, simple. Okay. So we're we're getting also a lot of questions of people that are just chiming in asking where Bill is. Okay, he's, Bill, he is back tomorrow. He's back tomorrow. Yes, he had a he had an event last night in Kearney. He wasn't feeling the best yesterday. You might have saw that. Hey, I, he was there for the first segment yesterday. Just couldn't do it. Was feeling a little under the weather yesterday and and just needed to step out. And so, he
1: stepped out.
0: Yep, so Bill Bill is is back tomorrow and uh it'll be the back to the three-legged stool or whatever you guys call it. Oh, is, okay. Well,
1: we do call it the three-legged stool. There you That's go. what we call it, Nick. Well, there you go. You'll be back to
0: <laughs> somewhat normal Jake. yes, Jake like I said mentioned uh, he's in Vegas. You'll hear radio shows, broadcasts, you'll hear interviews, videos, all that coming from Vegas whether it's live or Replayed, we'll we'll have plenty of content coming from, from Las the, Vegas. There's little normal to me about Jake in Vegas. <laughs> well well that's the thing is he uh, does get his
1: own room though in a nice hotel. He showed me a shot of the he sent room.
0: me a picture, twentieth floor. Yeah. 24. Did you see that? Yeah. He's, he's on jazz. the twentieth of twenty second or twenty two four floors. I think he's in heaven a little bit. He seems like he's floating right well, now. Well, think think about what... That guy was able to go to Arizona last Thursday. Mm-hmm. He flew out to Arizona last Thursday with, afternoon. With the wife. With the wife, right? Yeah. Had a little bit of a getaway yeah. and stuff. And then goes immediately from Phoenix to Vegas. Las Vegas. Where he's at for a week. With Jay. With Jay.
1: With Jay Foreman and DP yep. will be joining them. But yeah. Yeah, he's pictured with Kenny Mayne. He sent it... Yeah. He, sent he, he met Burt Kreischer? I'm, now. Kenny Mayne, I recognize. Burt Kreischer. Help me with that one. Comedian. Okay, did you know that, Josh? Shake your head. Oh, Josh did not know Okay, either. wow. He's the guy that always goes shirtless. What's his name? Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer. Yeah, I wasn't... I'll be,
0: I'll be 100% honest with everybody that I've never watched a skit of his in his in my life. I'd never heard of the man. But, but he is... I know he's very popular. I mean, sold-out shows. I'm pretty sure his show in Nebraska, sold out. Really? Yeah. He's he's one of the guys that I think can sell out like PBA. Really? Not Maybe not sell out, but but get a, a nice crowd. Okay. It always does make me kind of laugh a little bit on the side when wow. uh, artists will come to Pinnacle Bank Arena and they'll get like 6,500 people. I think Lil Wayne. Do you know who Lil Wayne is? Yes. I. Ooh. Okay.
1: Yes, I know who Lil Wayne so
0: is. I, I'm pretty sure last time Lil Wayne came. He's my age. He's coming back. Is he? He's coming back to Pinnacle Bank Arena. Pretty sure the last time Lil Wayne was in Lincoln, he got like just over sixty five hundred people. Hmm. Just not a great response. Mm-hmm. But he's coming back. Well, why not just play the, the the what what used to be called
1: the Lancaster County
0: Event Center? Yep. Now it's the Sandhills Global Event Center. Okay, thank you. Yeah, front of the station, obviously Sandhills Global. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> better, yeah, you're fine. You're we better fine. talk sports. Um, somebody says look up Burt Kreischer. Yeah, yeah. Burt Kreischer did sell out PBA. Okay. So popular guy. Okay. I, I might be wrong on the whole like taking the shirt off thing. I'm pretty sure he's the one that uh, is just always shirtless on stage. Is that right? Burt Kreischer lost a ton of weight, so now it's not as gross to okay. look at. So, um, yeah, so Burt Kreischer was down there. Jake got a picture of him. You can see those photos. Jake's, Jake's happy. Jake's in a good mood. Oh, you can so, see it. Yeah. He's beaming. I also don't think he's... Probably listening either because it's four thirteen there in in Vegas.
1: I hope he's not.
0: You'll you'll hear Jake a lot on. I I know this is obviously like the 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 crowd that's accustomed to hearing Jake Sorensen. You'll hear Jake a lot in the afternoons this week. This week, okay. Because I'm I'm sure that parts of old school will be Jake Sorensen and Jay Foreman with DP. Okay, I'm sure. I'm sure Jake will be involved in some afternoon programming. Okay, And, and and honestly, like. The, the conversations we've had with all of them is that, hey, if, if you guys have somebody that you want to talk to at one thirty then we'll just patch you guys in. Okay. So we'll, we'll give as much notice as we know. But uh, well, if there's one thing that we know about, like Big Ten Media Days or now Super Bowl <laughs> Radio Row, is that you never know who's going to come up. Mm-hmm. And you never know who you're going to have an opportunity to talk to. So mm-hmm. it's Super Bowl week as uh, the game is on Sunday nights. And we'll have our Super Bowl party at Buffalo Wings and rings. All right. So, Sip, you wrote an article that I want to kind of talk about regarding Donovan Ryola. And I, I find it fascinating how the narrative has started to shift on the Huskers' offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is back when Matt Rule was was hired and obviously Donovan was the only one, only assistant that was retained on this new staff, mm-hmm. people were up in arms about it people were furious. They were Nebraska's offensive line's not good. Mm-hmm. They weren't they were not up to standard I think of Nebraska offensive line. Mm-hmm. And you wondered, okay, where's the recruiting at for an offensive line, right? Cuz that's also part of an assistant coach's you know, resume, I guess. Well, I think the narrative's somewhat changing. Mm-hmm. And some of the things Ethan Piper said when you talked to him over the weekend would suggest that Husker fans need to you know, appreciate donovan Ryle. They yeah they i mean i don't want to tell them what they have to do but
1: yeah the, i think you're right the narrative has changed it's evolved as you yeah. expect and the narrative partially was laced with a lot of cynicism early like oh we know why you're keeping him mm-hmm. matt rule we know why that you're that there's only one assistant being retained who's his nephew you heard a lot of that right there's a lot of yes, cynic- yes. Lot, a lot of cynicism Matt rule was pretty convincing all along to me that that wasn't it. It, it I was convinced now I can be kind of a babe in the woods um a little bit I have that way about me and I but I but like rule when he said things like what did I write in there that this is paraphrasing paraphrasing rule um let me see here. Well, well, he Matt- said, "No, no, hold on, I got it." That he, he rule at one point said, "This is the offensive line coach I've been waiting for yes. all along." Yes. This is the offensive line coach I've been waiting for all along. That's that's the I, I found that quote to be incredibly strong praise. Mm-hmm. Wow. First of all, if I was a previous offensive line coach for rule, I'd say, "Oh, so yeah. I wasn't the guy, huh?" <laughs> uh, but but um, I. I thought that was telling, and then I thought what now? I thought what I was really interested. What Ethan Piper said about those early meetings—you you read the article? Yeah.
0: Um, well, and I have it pulled up here. Okay, go um, ahead. Go ahead. And, and this is this comes from Sippel. When offensive line coach Donovan Ryola joined Nebraska football's coaching staff in late 2021, his approach to his job took a while to click with his position group there were heated unit meetings that lasted all of 15 seconds Ethan Piper says yes 15 seconds Piper said quote he was so mad at our efforts sometimes who start uh, said Piper he just slammed the door and say you're out of here yeah so that was that only happened a couple times
1: but that suggests some rocky moments early right those are rocky times when your coach calls you in is so displeased with your effort or you know, just angry that he that the the meeting lasts all of fifteen seconds and the door slams and you're out. Now that's a that's a rough day for the for for the office, right? Mm-hmm. That's a rough day at the office. We all have rough days at the office. That's a rough <clears throat> that's a rough day at the office. Yeah, but those don't happen now. The bottom line is, well, there's a couple bottom lines. They were second in the Big Ten in rushing last year, which suggests pro, pro progress. Mm -hmm. What you see suggests progress. There needs to be more progress, though. You're right. And what now the reason I can write the article with credibility is because they do have a good returning crop of players with a ton of experience. Yeah. Now they lose their guards, starting guards, and I'm not going to run it all down, don't worry. Ethan Piper, obviously, because he ravaged his knee. Mm -hmm. And then Norah DeNuili, who's exhausted his eligibility. But besides that, they're... I mean, they're loaded up. Yeah, I mean, well,
0: they, and they they they've uh, uh, gotten a, a guy from the transfer portal and Micah mazuka who's right. who's a little bit of an experienced guy. I would not be surprised if if we see Mazuka starting on Saturdays right. in this in the this upcoming fall. Would not be surprised at all. I don't
1: think you bring in a player. No, you know it's pretty. I don't know. I, I guess it it's sort of so apparent that you don't have to say it, but you don't usually bring in a guy that's. 22, 23 years old who has 21 starts at Baylor in Florida and then... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call... Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
0: With the idea that he's not going to be the starter. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. helps a lot, by the way. Well, and, and, and to that point of Mike Mazuka, I, I think one thing that's important for all of us to kind of recall. Oh, yeah. You got to yeah, lay this, this out. Is, this is what I, sh- I told you this yesterday. Yeah. Lay this out. I, I hadn't um, really thought about this. Regarding Donovan Raiola, and, and obviously part of the fans. Uh, perception of an assistant coach or you know a position coach is how they recruit. We have to remember that Don- at one point Donovan had both Walter Rouse and Micah Mazuka. Things changed last off season to where Walter Rouse jumps, you know, gets away in the last second to, from, Oklahoma. to Oklahoma from Stanford yes. to
1: Oklahoma. He was committed to Nebraska.
0: Rouse yes. to the level that he did interviews with Nebraska media. That's right. Yeah, and that was that was last January, I believe. I believe January eleventh was the yeah. day he he committed, um, and he was gone the next day. Like yeah, yeah two, it was or a two or three days. It two was or th- three days later. Oh, I remember because I was
1: covering it. Yeah. It was Thursday when I wrote the story that he was coming, and it was mm-hmm. Saturday morning when I got word at my kitchen table. Thank, yeah. Thank God, my computer was there that he wasn't coming. So so yeah, it was a two day well, deal.
0: Well, I was I was at a bachelor party in Kansas City and I was in the in the middle of a grocery store aisle with hostess donuts oh. when I heard that Walter Rouse was not coming to Nebraska. Is it sad? There's a little random. There's it, a little random is it
1: sad that we can well, play the Do you know where you're at
0: game with Walter
1: Rouse, who I wouldn't know if he came walking through nope, that door.
0: Not a clue. And and what's also funny is if you look at NFL draft boards, he's nowhere to be found. He's not. He's not. And this was a guy that was experienced. Remember, remember all the pro the pluses mm-hmm. when we were discussing Walter Rouse a year and a half, or I should say a year ago. At this time, it was a, a, one of the more experienced guys in the portal, mm-hmm. right? Because at that point, it was he was more experienced. Mazuka wasn't, yeah, the, as nearly as seasoned. And then Jacob Hood was was fresh, right? Right. And so Nebraska ends up. We have to remember that Donovan Raiola at one point had both. Right. Had Walter Rouse and Micah and, Mazuka. And yeah. And something happened with Walter Rouse, right? Mm-hmm. We don't wanna we don't wanna don't play the guessing game. Yeah. But then and then Mazuka ends up going to Florida and makes his way to Nebraska eventually just a year later. Mm-hmm. And so the narrative would have <laughs> completely flipped, I think, and there'd be a lot more people in Donovan Raiola's boat if you're saying or camp saying, Yeah, you know what? He can recruit pretty well too. He yeah, can, this, he can yeah. recruit. We yeah. have to remember that that whatever the situation was with Walter Rouse was not because of Donovan Riolà. No, right? Was, no, I not not no. It was. It was more about Oklahoma than what Donovan Riolà could was, do. Yeah, come on, show me the money.
1: Should I sing? Should I sing? Yeah, please do. No. Um, it's all about the money, money, money. You know that song, Yes, I do, I do. Yeah, thank you. The other guys didn't know that song. I do know that money. Anyway, it was probably about that. Now, now he's done pretty well recruiting here late, right, Grant Bricks? How about Grant Bricks? Um, Grant Bricks is in the fold. I mean, Grant Bricks and Preston Tamua lead a pretty good group of incoming freshmen. Those are the bell cows. I saw mm-hmm. Tom Mua. He's real. That's real. That's that's not a, okay.
0: Good. He's not a fake person. He's real. Not a
1: fake person, and he's he's looks like a Big Ten lineman should look. He's good. You know, he was, he represented yeah. himself well at the Polynesian Bowl. It was faced off against two excellent defenders and held in there really well. And you know, Bricks comes with a lot of ballyhoo and, and deservedly so. And then there's you know he's a couple other guys in the class we'll talk about later. So. Yeah, I mean, Donovan, his, his the narrative surrounding Donovan has changed. It also is, you know what's interesting about the whole discussion to me? And I didn't really convey this in the column. I should have. There's a couple things I, whenever you write a column, Nick, just like you probably, after shows, you kind of wish, oh, I wish I would have done this. Wish I would have said this. Yeah, it happens writing yeah. columns, too. Yeah. The Rayols are like kind of like the first family now of the, it is interesting. Of the program. Yeah. I mean, if the program gets going, we'll look back and the Rayolas will be a gigantic part of it. Donovan, yeah. Dominic, and of course, Dylan. Um, Dylan, the quarterback. So, it, it's really interesting from that standpoint.
0: I mean, you're right. You're right. I, I think also when you look at this Nebraska offensive line mm-hmm. and, and just try to find the differences from, I guess, since Matt rule took over to previous offensive line rooms. And it just feels like Nebraska has more depth than they've had Mm -hmm. in recent years, actual playable depth. Yeah. And and that the things like that, I think take time to, to certainly build. Oh, absolutely. Right. Because you look at maybe the, 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 the struggles for some of the offensive linemen that we're going to see play consistently this year. And we've seen them play, consistently for 4 years, right? The Bryce Benharts, the Turner Corcorans. They had really good years last year. Bryce Benharts specifically. Yeah. But- Bryce Benharts one that people continued to ridicule throughout his whole entire career and then makes kind of a body change a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And then he he and, and then yeah. and then last year has a pretty successful
1: season. Well, you would say you could say if if you live in the world of pro football focus and such that he was the most improved player on offense
0: not on the line on yeah. offense and, and i guess to my point to to kind of continue on that point is that to build depth on on a, at a position like offensive line i think it takes a couple of seasons and I, I maybe nebraska's probably not where they want their desire to be quite yet depth depth wise probably not quite but but when you look and you see okay we have we have guys in the reserve that we don't have to ask them to play right away. Well,
1: that's what you want, in and that's an
0: that's, one. and it feels like that's such a luxury for Nebraska football because that hasn't been the case in recent years.
1: When they were wrong, okay, no, right? I'm not going to do your. I'm not going to play old guy. Here comes the history lesson for a young guy, but that's the way it should be, and that's the way it, it, it was when they it, were. Rolling. It should be. It yeah. should be. Yeah, you shouldn't have to count on young players up front. Yeah, and if you are, it's probably trouble, especially in a league like the Big Ten. Where you're facing grown men up front on the defensive line, and I mean guys, defensive linemen who are as old as you, frankly, yep, and have have a little gray in their beard, and their little kids are standing along the sideline by the chain by the chain link fence, looking watching dad play Big Ten football, yeah. So then when you throw a freshman out there against that dude. It's a, It's not. It's not. That's not what you want, unless the freshman's really advanced. Yeah. Like I don't look at Grant Bricks, and say, "Hey, you got to come in. You got to come yeah. in and play guard right away." No, Yeah. You just prefer that. that doesn't have to happen. Yeah. And if it does, it can set a guy back. I think it set Turner Corcoran back. They did I, that. I, with I, set, think,
0: I think it set multiple guys back. We you can yeah. go down the list: the Turner Corcorans, the Bryce Benharts. I, I think it set a lot of those guys back. You 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 got as as I think fans. And right, understandably so. I think you get a little infatuated with the rankings, and you think, okay, because this guy is a no. high level, high level four star. Yeah. he's ready to go day one. Absolutely, no, yeah. It and, and, and Nebraska was in a spot depth wise where they needed Turner Corcoran to come in. Oh, they, they had to. But yeah. it was because of of the way that they operated for years before that. It's it's
1: amazing that, that asking those kids to do that. Like, it is really difficult. I can remember Turner as a freshman, hmm. maybe a redshirt freshman, young guy. And I was watching, for instance, at Oklahoma. You're at Oklahoma. Yeah. You're, at, you're in Norman, Oklahoma for a gigantic- 2021. 2021. So he was he a freshman or a redshirt yeah. freshman? Um, he, was <laughs> he one He would have been a redshirt freshman. But I remember watching him warm up out there. And the scene is so yeah. intense. I mean, Oklahoma was
0: a top five Oh, it five was. Team. I-, I remember it.
1: You were there. Yeah, you were remember? There with me. Yeah, Yeah, you, right. could,
0: you got you got jealous of my seat in the press box. Yeah, you had
1: an incredible. I had a seat, but yours was better.
0: Yeah, I was
1: right by the cooler. But you know, you were down. I don't know if you were down on the field. It's really you saw the environment. It's really intense. You're playing a top five team. Yeah, and Corcoran was not. Corcoran was hurt, but they're still asking him to play. He's hurt. <clears throat> I remember watching him warm up, and I thought he doesn't look right. Yeah, he. he they're probably they're probably going to play him anyway, at, which they did. And that can
0: that's a tough ask. It, that is a tough ask. And specifically in that game, I remember Nebraska actually started with two penalties right yeah, they off the did. bat. They One, did. two. T- first two plays, didn't even get a snap off. Then I think Adrian Martinez made something happen with his legs and they actually continued the drive and scored a field goal mm-hmm. on uh, their opening drive. And so, I, I think I mean, now, now going forward, Nebraska's in this advantageous position, I think, to you have guys like Grant Bricks that you don't have to come in and ask hey, we need you to play day 1 i don't think they and, would I don't, I don't think they will preston tamua exactly by the way Gunnar gatula has yeah. has over a year sam Sled, sledge has right. over a year there's multiple guys mm-hmm. and it and it all is also aided by a guy like ben scott deciding to come back yeah. right because that was also and correct me if i'm wrong maybe i'm i'm mixing him up with another name mm-hmm. but when ben scott chose to come to nebraska there was this this thought that maybe it might just be for one season. Oh no, absolutely no, that's right. I thought it. I thought it would be one season. And, and so that that was one of the more, I think, under undervalued or underappreciated decisions that were made was yeah. that Ben Scott is choosing to return to the Huskers because Nebraska fans, you guys remember how how bad it was when when Nebraska was having fumbling issues a few years back. I mean, it, it was it was it was not fun to be a part of, mm-hmm. and that wasn't necessarily. I mean. It, Yes, it was Cam Jurgens, but Cam Jurgens obviously now in the league. Mm-hmm. But we didn't talk about snapping at all last season. We did and not. That's that's a good thing. No. That's that's a positive. No, he was he was. It's one of those things that you don't realize how important it is until you don't have it. Right. Ben Scott is a that
1: getting him back is is big. It's like a lot. It's like with a lot of things with the offensive line, Nick. Those guys tend to get overlooked unless unless things are going bad. Then they're not overlooked. Yeah. If things are going well, we don't talk about them all that much. It's kind of like a long snapper, not as not as not as profound as that conversation is not as profound with offensive linemen. But if things are going good, then we just don't talk about them as much. No. But no, you're right. So yeah, you get Ben Hart back at right tackle. That's 41 career starts. Mm-hmm. Turner Corcoran as a as third. 30 career starts. Yeah. Now, Corcoran's still recovering from an injury. He Remember, he, he got injured last year, season-ending injury. Uh, Teddy Prohaska has 10 career starts. Ben Scott has several career starts. Piper, when he went down, was replaced by Justin Evans Jenkins. So he, he he has a fair number of starts. Henry Latovsky has started at guard, who can, by the way, th- just an anecdote, anecdote. Piper... Um, said that the strongest players on the team are Nash and Latovsky. Wow. Latovsky benches 450. He bench presses 450 pounds. If you ever met him, which I have, you would understand. He's mammoth. I, I, I when he walks in, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's one of those guys. And he's yeah. So he puts up four fifty. You could say that about Nash as well. Yeah. He and Nash are yeah. he and Nash are the strongest players on the team. That'd be, a good, that'd be a good distinction to have.
0: Go, going back to your, your your article that in your conversation with Ethan Piper, there was one more thing that stuck out to me. What's that? Nate? And this is, a, I mean, this is a positive. Is that Piper, and this is what you said? Piper notes that Riola drills into his players three main responsibilities of an offensive lineman: help Nebraska win, be the best unit in the nation, and be the best you can be. Piper said, "Quote, you come last." Isn't that beautiful? I thought that was that was. Something you can certainly hang your hat on. Isn't that beautiful? Right. You come last. That's that's kind of old school in this world. Yeah. But which is which is certainly something that I think Husker fans relate to. Yeah. I think that's so. that's what that's the type that I think if you were to ask Nebraska <laughs> football fans what they want in coaches, that type of mentality is where you're at. That mentality more so than maybe like the present day mentality. <laughs> yeah. I think you're exactly right, right about
1: that, young man. Um, I um uh, don't me. Um, you know what else I'd like to see in a coach at Nebraska or anywhere? The ability to bring in all American caliber players. Okay, as you probably read this, the last Nebraska offensive lineman to be named first team All American. You got to go back a long
0: way yeah. now he's gray he's a gray beard now he was this was in the season that i was born <laughs> oh so 22 almost
1: 23 years ago 23 years ago nebraska i just want this to sink in with our listeners and our viewers nebraska hasn't had a first team all american offensive lineman since tony Finotti in 2001 there you go how is that possible how is that possible and We've gotten too casual about it. Huh, come on, Sip. No, 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 no. Don't come on, Sip. Don't, don't say Nebraska's got to get back to competing with Ohio State and Michigan for the Big Ten and shrug off the fact that there's yeah. no All-Americans. Because the only way you catch Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon is with All-Americans. That's the only way you do it. You can't do it without All-Americans. And it's got to start up front. Nebraska hasn't had a first-team All-American period since. Since? Oh, for, since Levante David. There it is. 2011, they haven't had a first-team All-American since 2011? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? How do you do it then? The only way you do it, knowing what, the only way you beat the really good teams in your conference and in America is that you got to upset them. Mm-hmm. Because they got better guys than you. Yeah. You got to get back to getting a, just, a, I'm not saying all Americans across the board, but a couple of them. Yeah. A couple
0: of them. There you go. There you have it. Uh, Donovan Riola, good stuff there from SIP. Uh, make sure you check out the article on three as well on uh, Ethan Piper and, and Donovan Riola. By the way, our number one sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Learn about job opportunities at gainatrucking.com. When we come back, we're going to di- dissect some Husker basketball stuff, but not in a direct way as Kansas State got a big win last night that certainly helps Nebraska after Nebraska won on the road in Manhattan earlier this year. We'll tell you all about it coming up next. It's early break on the ticket. Nick Sainer filling in for Jake Sorensen, Steve Sipple alongside me. Bill is back tomorrow after he was out late traveling for an event, and so he is back tomorrow, and uh, we'll be right back on 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com.